0: You're listening to the happy hour with Nick Sainert. Herbie the fourth ate his first solid food today, prompting a response of nothing but steaks all week for the Nebraska offensive line. Then Enrique Alvarez claire No more peaches and carrots for Herbie the seventh. Baby food be damned. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 937 Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in. It's the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, the TicketFM.com. Thanks to uh, Rico for uh, starting the show without me. I had told you before. <laughs> you told that me we about were, 10 said, minutes. No, I said, we're starting shortly. And you said, <laughs> okay. And you walked back and I said, all right, he's going to go get his laptop, whatever. <laughs> and then the show's starting and DP's walking up and I look at him, I go, Nick back there? He goes, yeah, he's coming up. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I, was, I was not coming up. You were not coming up. I was, I was cleaning my desk. And uh, I was genuinely disinfecting it. So I'm like sitting here and I'm like doing the thing. I'm like looking back and I'm like, okay, I guess, well, whatever. I guess I'll just keep going. I washed a couple coffee cups because I got it. I bought a new coffee cup from the mill today. Huge shout out to the mill. Uh, Mill 11th and 0, come on down. Grab yourself a cup of Joe uh, here at 1040 O Street. But um, they're open till five, by the way. Uh, So I bought a new coffee cup from the mill Mm -hmm. and I was washing that out. Cause I'm going to, I just, I'm just going to leave it here. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be, I was washing that out behind in the, in the kitchen and just not even paying attention. Like, Hey, it's, it's one Oh one PM. So here I am uh, a really good uh, college football game last night. Not necessarily fundamentally sound. Uh, it wasn't that enjoyable from a fan perspective. I, but it disliked, was like, it was a national title game. I disliked the fact that Michael Penix got hurt early on. And Dylan Johnson, like Dylan, so so Dylan Johnson, the running back for Washington, got banged up right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's still recovering from his yeah. Because what they say, he tore his the or he had the burst of sack in his knee was busted, <laughs> and he had like a not a high ankle sprain, but like an ankle sprain or rolled his ankle all in the in the semifinal game. So they're like, he's gonna fight through it, and I'm just like. They said he can run really well as long as he doesn't have to cut left. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, and that's the thing is like Michigan's defense, they tackle so well. And that's what always amazes me, whether I'm watching And a lot of times it shows up in like a conference championship game or in a semifinal or even in the national title game. Like the step up in just sound tackling. There was a there was a play made yesterday. Where the the defensive back for Michigan, who was severely undersized compared to the tight end, mm-hmm. was able to wrap around the waist and with one arm bring him down. And it was like a third down and three. Mm-hmm. And he didn't allow more than one yard on a reception. Just, it's incredible that just the, the sound tackling mm-hmm. and the the the, the, the open increase, field tackling, the increase in ability yes. and just skill. If there's such a, a noticeable difference, obviously from like the group of five level to this, the game we saw last night or in the semis, but I'm saying even in like just a regular season, big 10 game to tackling in the semifinals, or when you watch the sec championship and it's like Alabama, Georgia Mm -hmm. flying to the ball and they don't butch. It's it's truly truly fun to watch. Those top tier teams are top tier for a reason. Yeah, and well, the, yeah. the the sound tackling, as you said, the open field tackling, the gang tackling, the way that they they flow to the ball. There was there was a play. I think it was in the second quarter where a defensive tackle got you know about ten yards downfield. It was a long mm-hmm. third down, and and Washington kind of threw a, a safe route to try and get some more yardage. But a defensive tackle goes like 10 yards downfield and joins in on the party tackling yeah. tackle him down one of the wide receivers. Like the the gang tackling the helmets to the ball and the open field tackling, kind of like you mentioned, the 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 corner stops the tight end, or it's like a third and five. They're throwing a little flat, and it's that move where they throw it to the flat, and it's that move where they're like, you're, stop. you're running down. They stop, and usually you fly right by him. Well, he flies by him, gets his arm around his waist, and is still yeah. able to, like, grab the Jersey and stick with him and bring him down for like a gain of three. And then at Washington, I think they ended up going for it and yeah. And converting. But even then, like they were O for whatever to start the game on third down. And that's the reason why is the, the high level tackling from these top tier teams Mm -hmm. is just another notch above anybody. I mean, the tackling like Nebraska's tackling this year was much improved from years prior. Absolutely. But but Michigan's tackling is just that next step up. up. It's still a step up, which is kind of crazy to think about. I I, I mean, it it was as much as, and I I went through my whole spiel this morning on the drive, like as much as it bothered me to see Michigan win, um, they they played better last night. And and part of it is the lack of injuries, right? Michigan was fairly healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Washington decided that, or Washington came into the game thinking, oh, Michigan's not going to run the ball. And uh, Donovan Edwards, or yeah, Donovan Edwards was able to just run all over them. Uh, first two touches were two touchdowns. That's pretty impressive, but nonetheless, about eighty-five yards on two touches. Yeah, I mean, so nonetheless, it was it was an okay championship game. I, I thought uh, prior to the interception. Um, I mean, frankly, Washington had Michigan where they've been before, and where Washington's been before. And what I mean by that is, Michigan Washington's been. They they mentioned it in the open, Washington was the underdog uh in in like their four of their last five games. Um they wanted the all all of them. They were the underdog in the semifinal. They were the underdog in the national title game last night. And they although at the start it looked like Michigan was going to run away with it at halftime it was 20 to 13 because Washington had a really nice methodical drive down the field to end the second quarter. It was nice. And so you're like, okay, cool. They basically in a roundabout way got two for one. They're going to get the ball to start the third quarter. Well, unfortunately, on the first play from scrimmage in the third quarter, you throw the INT. Yep. And, you know, M- Michigan's just so hard to stop anywhere on the field, but especially when you give it to you, when you give it to that offense, uh, you know, on, on your own 32 yard line on, on the Washington 32 yard line last night, it's going to be tough to stop them. Um, it was another one of those games where we were talking about yesterday, early, obviously before the game where Michigan didn't ask JJ McCarthy to go out and win them the game. Yeah. They relied on their ground game. They relied on Blake Corm. They relied on Donovan Edwards. And they responded. Their offensive line responded. And on those first two carries for Donovan Edwards, he hits a hole and then figures out that, oh, this one's plugged. Let me just bounce it outside. And Washington, they had all the different camera angles. And you just see them, the defense flow to where the run's supposed to go. And usually you're like, yeah, that's great. The cutback lane opens up. The mm-hmm. beautiful blocking on the backside of of whatever plays, and he just cuts back and is gone. This now, is untouched. There were some missed penalties on Michigan. There were plenty of missed penalties. There were plenty of missed penalties. <laughs> um, going back to JJ McCarthy though, and and kind of what we discussed yesterday with the just just being a game manager and and running the offense. Like th- they asked JJ to do that yesterday, which is nothing new. But then it was in the third or fourth quarter where Washington pinned Michigan deep and they had a third and eight uh, inside like I think their own 10. I think it might have been on the eight yard line third and eight on the eight and JJ evades the pressure and he uses his lakes. Yep. And it was his longest run of the season it's Like 41 yards. Was, I think it was like 41 or 42 yards uh, on a rush. And it was like, that's what J.J. does is when when the play breaks down, he doesn't run often. They don't ask him to run often. They usually bring up that backup. They bring in the backup. uh, Alex Orgy. Yes. When they need a quarterback to run. And J.J. was able to do it, though. And and he understood, hey, I need to get down and just slide things like that, which were obviously beneficial. He did it on back to back plays, Mm -hmm. not designed. So Michigan, they were the best team in the country this year. Despite all the stuff um, going on, they they were have they the, the best, best team. They have the they best were. talent. I hate they, it. They they have, t- I mean, an incredible one-two punch in the backfield. Strong dislike. with with Korm and Edwards. Their quarterback was really really talented. Uh, the whole alpha brainwaves thing. And did you and brush everything. your teeth with hand? I did. Hand? I did brush my teeth with my feel left hand. Alpha. I woke up with a renewed feeling this morning. Did you feel like? Did you picture yourself good. in the mirror with the rose in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah, And then you picked yourself raising the Hold national the championship. national yeah. championship trophy. Did you? Absolutely. What did he say? I love you, man. That's what you have to say to yourself. Yes. I love you, man. All of that. Brush your, br- that for all of you, you want alpha, alpha brain brainwaves, waves. brush your, brush your teeth with your opposite, your non-dominant hand, look in the mirror, tell yourself that you love yourself, uh, picture yourself doing with a, rose. with a rose in your mouth, and then picture yourself hoisting a trophy of some kind. There you go. And that's how you become a national champion. That's why I was a couple minutes late to work. You picture yourself with the roast? Picture myself with the national championship trophy. You're like, "Dang. It's not a heavy trophy. It's not a heavy trophy." Surprisingly. <laughs> Maybe it's just cuz I'm so strong. Maybe. Uh cuz you're cuz you have alpha brainwaves. There you go. Helps the muscles. Nonetheless, as always 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln hotline, the Sarterham hammond Text line, open for you guys the entire show today as well as the Sarterham hammond Jeweler's live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo channel 960-1. It did tell people Nine sixty one is the place to go. Now you can get us all across the state from Omaha to Scott's bluff. Perfect. And everywhere in between. There you go. Uh, One last note on the national championship stuff. This has nothing to do with on the field. Uh, if you have listened to us more, I mean me recently and in the last couple of years, you know, my disdain for concession stand prices. And this popped up on my feed. It knew. The vodka lemonades last night at the national championship game. So, is vodka lemonade just like a like? Is that just a popular drink in Houston? Is that what well, we're, it's a popular drink all over. But I mean, I mean like it's, to it's, specifically you, you gotta sell, throw in it's literally throw in vodka or Tito's and lemonade. But to well, well not this one. To specifically sell vodka lemonades at the national championship, and they like it's, personalize them this to each team. This isn't even crazy uh like the the the, the ingredients yeah no are gonna make anything special you can make this at home easily and save money probably so well yes yes save money so they make a a design drink for each team Mm -hmm. michigan's obviously has a little bit of blue and yellow in it it's maze uh maze sorry while washington's is purple purple so here's the thing michigan's vodka lemonade it's called victor's lemonade disgusting it has sky vodka lemonade Mm -hmm. blue curacao and then whatever gold dust is gold dust it's just it's literally gold dust okay there you go to make it sparkle so gold dust for washington it is called the bow down blitz of course sky vodka blue curacao grenadine sprite and gold dust why does that one have more that one sounds pretty good honestly Wanna try it. So we should make one. The price for one of these, a whopping thirty-three dollars and fifty five cents. <sighs> for, for one vodka lemonade, you're gonna pay thirty three dollars and fifty five cents last night at the national championship game. I sat here and I thought So for I mean, I I, I bet a handle of sky vodka is around twenty nine bucks. You are overpricing it. No way! Is it uh, like Barton's? One one point seven five liters. Kay. Of Sky Vodka, at Blue Walmart. Okay, is twenty one ninety nine. Oh my gosh! At Red Target and or at Red Walmart. Yep, Red Walmart. It is twenty four forty eight. The the margins are sickening. Blue Curacao is not expensive. You can get a seven. Grenadine surely isn't expensive. You can get seven fifty for twelve ninety nine. That's disgusting. So these are probably I don't know twelve ounce drinks, twelve ounce lemonades. I would say that is disgusting. So you also know that they're getting it at a wholesale cost. One hundred percent. They are making so much money off of one drink. What kind of hold on? What kind of lemonade are they using? Are they using organic lemons? Dole. Nah, they would they would do that actually. That's Whatever. Ridiculous. I mean, the, the this is uh, Dole lemonade again, is good though. Thirty three dollars and fifty five cents for one vodka lemonade. I mean, I would just one. I'd probably I would have be, one. I would hate myself because I just dropped thirty three dollars like, for that. You have to savor every sip. That better last me the entire quarter. But then it's like, so then you buy four. One. I don't per think quarter. they let you. I better have. I a bet lot they cap it. Vodka. I bet they cap it at two. Not if you're going to pay that. they can't No way. Dropping $66? $67 uh, for one person for two drinks? That's sickening. Waiter, you're dropping $67 for two drinks. Days. That's worse. <laughs> that is uh, that is worse than um, what I had at the Power and Lights District. Mm-hmm. I paid $61 for four Coors Lights. And I about fell over. That's ridiculous. I about fainted in the power and lights st- district just because I had to drop sixty one bucks somebody, on four. If somebody lights. wants to give me seventy bucks, I will make this drink for you. I don't know where I, I'm gonna believe- get, I don't know where I'm gonna get the gold and, dust, but I'll figure it out. And I wouldn't even get that at the wholesale price, and I'd still make money. Yeah, that's what's gross about it. And i you know what? We'll we'll drink together. All right, cool. There you go, just like that. All right, let's go uh, hey, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll watch N- Purdue, Nebraska. N- Notorious B.I.B. says unless the vodka is Grey Goose, I will probably not drink it. I don't also know the difference between vodkas. I couldn't tell you. I know Sky Vodka is 40% alcohol. I think they taste, taste the same. Oh, hello. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, you're probably only getting one. <laughs> All right, there's a, there's, a, there's a guarantee that you'll enjoy the game. Washington They're, fans sold I get, out of the Bow Down Blitz last night. I guarantee you it's like. A little bit of vodka. They're not. They're not. They're not giving you that much. Thirty-three bucks. They're trying to make sure you buy more. Probably. Let's uh. Let's take a break. When we return, we're gonna break down a, a little bit of Husker basketball. Also dive into the projected landscape of Big Ten quarterbacks in twenty twenty four. So we kind of had that conversation back in early August of like, all right, let's rank the twenty twenty three starting quarterbacks, the projected starting quarterbacks at the start of the year. Well, now. With new teams, a lot of new faces. All of the faces are different. there. Are some interesting. I mean, Drew Aller is one returning starting quarterback. I was about to ask you. Who's I, would, I would like to. I'm going to test Rico. I right, bet on the returning quarterbacks if he can name them because there's not very many. If you give me the team, well, well,
1: that's that's still prob- I still
0: probably won't. I can, give very you Drew, easy. I can give you Drew Aller. Drew Aller. I gave you that one. I know that's probably the Well, I'll. I know another one. I know I was. There you go. So we'll talk about that when we return. Uh, don't go anywhere. 402-464-5685. The Honda of Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Hammond text line open for you guys the rest of the way. Uh, we'll be right back as we get ready to break down hoops and uh Big Ten quarterbacks on the happy hour coming up next. 937 the ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Saindert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 937 the ticket and thheticketfm.com.